Okay, we're on. What is going on, Ponder people? Welcome to the first episode of the Ponder Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, creativity, expression, with some awesome entrepreneurs, innovators, creators, uh, you know, in our in our modern fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You want to just keep it going? Yeah, yeah, let's just keep it going. What's up, guys? <laughs> Episode number one on the Ponder Podcast, where we talk to creative, innovative entrepreneurs. And today, we have a special guest. He's one of my best friends, Nick Hinton. How you doing today, dude? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Good morning. Good it's morning. Like we, uh, we've been planning this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, talking about a podcast forever. Yeah. A long time, and so I wanted to capture the story behind Nick Hinton because, see, I've known Nick Hinton for a long time, 12 years now, and so I've known him from the inside out, and I've seen him as just my friend, and when it, I found out he has, what, 50,000 Twitter followers now? Yeah, almost 50,000. I said, all right, I gotta get a Twitter. I, yeah. So I downloaded it, and I saw people engaging with you, and... and Seeing, I see people looking at you as this awesome influencer, philosophical guy, and I was just so excited because you've talked about doing that. You've talked about influencing people, getting a large reach on social media, and you're starting to do that. And I'm starting to see your successes, your your dreams turn into successes. And so I want to dive into your story and let people know like who you are uh, and and where you're going and and you know, your fun stories and insights. So, so it all starts 2011, 2012. We thought the world was going to end. Yeah. So I've talked about this in previous podcasts that, um, you know, me and my friends used to have, well, we used to, I used to have this little group of friends and we used to kind of meet up and, and like this secretive circle and just talk about Illuminati and conspiracies and stuff like that. And one of those theories was the world was going to end in 2012 and Sean was one of those friends in that group and that's really what brought us together that was our that was how our friendship began was that it group was, it was I think it united us with a common interest and so I think you and I were like the biggest believers of 2012 right the world ending what exactly do you think was going to happen I honestly wasn't sure I well I had so many different thoughts and theories I thought you know, maybe World War Three was going to pop off or martial law. I was really scared. I was really scared of what was going to happen. All I knew is that it was the end of the age and that times were going to change. And, you know, I think that's why that one thread resonated with people so well, because people have seen a change since then. And some of those, some of those things have kind of come to fruition. And I really hope that, you know, it's not the end. I don't think it is anymore. But some of those things have started to happen, which kind of brought more credibility to me when, you know, some of the old friends we used to have, they used to call us crazy. They're like, well, the world definitely has changed. Like, I've talked to some of them about it, and they're like, yeah, well, the world definitely has taken a shift since then. So it wasn't yeah. all it wasn't all mumbo-jumbo. Right, definitely something right. happened. And so, so the world didn't end in our reality, right? Because you have you have a theory that we're in a, in a simulation, and we're going through... Uh, just things that we can't even see but in real life what happened after that uh in terms of your growth as a person so obviously you woke up and said all right the world didn't end because i know when i woke up i said all right 
before that night, I said, all right, I'm, the, the world's either going to end or I'm going to become a business owner and live my life out. And so I woke up, followed entrepreneurship. And so where were you at right after that? And kind of tell a journey of like, okay, the world didn't end. Now what do I do? Then what happened? And then, you know, now where you're at, fill that in. Yeah. So, um, one second, I'm just checking something. But one of the things I wanted to mention that I think is really important about that group is uh, it definitely opened up our minds. Whether it was, you know, all nonsense or silly or whatever, I think one of the things it did do was open up our minds. And I think that was, like, the good thing about it. That was, like, the growing part for me, at the least. enlightenment? Yeah, it's the somewhat of enlightenment, you know, stretching our brains and realizing that there is a world of possibilities out there where we can be entrepreneurs, where we can be you know, take this spiritual path and find meaning in life <clears throat> and find some sort of purpose. So, but after 2012, you know, it was kind of a really hard year for me. And, um, you know, I was kind of like ridiculed. A lot of people said I was crazy and, you know, I kind of lost a lot of friends after, and that our friend group broke up pretty much after that. <clears throat> and so I was kind of alone for a long time and, you know, feeling crazy. My family kind of disowned me because, you know, our friend group was kind of like a pretty big deal and everyone yeah we were famous you were pretty much famous <laughs> in high school I mean not that I care about high school shit but you know it was funny everyone was talking about it and when it finally didn't happen you know I was like the laughing stock of the town so but honestly now that that's all over I still see it as a good thing you know I had to go through that really dark period of just being alone in order to find myself in order mm. you know you have to spend time in isolation you kind of have to go through pain in order yeah in so, order to become a deeper person, I guess. I agree with that. I've, I've had my own experiences of, of just darkness, isolation. and So what was your pivotal moment of, okay, I'm out of this funk. Um, I'm, I'm going to take control of my life. What was that pivotal thing that happened that allowed you to start progressing in life and start dreaming? Well, it actually took a, a long time. Mm -hmm. It took a very long time. Um you know, for like a few years, I was just really depressed, and, you know, I, I'll be honest, I was just drinking all the time and living couch to couch, and, you know... I remember that. Yeah. I remember and I was, you in that, in that time. And I was basically praying for the world to end. I just really mm -hmm. wanted to be right, slash wanted to not have to, not have to fix myself. Right. And there came a point, though, like, three or four years later, maybe even five, I don't know, it was a long time, but... Somewhere around five years later, I just got really fed up with myself. You know, I got kicked out of the house I was living at because I got too drunk and fought some people. And I was just sick of myself. I was like, dude, you always talked about how you're going to be someone great. You always talked about how you're going to do this and that. And look at you. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. So it was then that I decided that I have to become what I always said. And it's not just going to fall in my lap. I really have to do something. So... It was literally that next day after I got kicked out of the house that I, um, I literally just looked up on the internet, the science of becoming successful. Like how do successful people become successful? Like there's gotta be some type of formula. It's not just luck. Mm -hmm. Like that, that for some reason clicked in my head. And I know that I, cause I was on the success kick around that time. And I think maybe that triggered your, yeah, your some interest. of, some, some of it was you. Yeah. I was always looking at what you were doing and I saw that you were surrounding yourself with like these you know, millionaires and mm -hmm. these influencers yeah. and these uh, entrepreneurs. And I was like, 
I, I really noticed that. I was like, Sean's really doing it. And so you were one of the first people that I hit up. I was like, yo, dude, I love what you're doing. Like, I need to be on this wave with you because, like, I can't do anything else. Like, I, I can't keep living this lifestyle. And I remember that. And I also remember you were the first, one of the first people to believe in what I was doing when everyone else was like, he's wasting his time with this pyramid scheme thing. And people saw that, but you saw me in a penthouse right. with a millionaire right. that had a Rolex. Right. And so you saw that. That's where, when you talk about people's different uh, realities and how they're. So every person has their own reality. I think that's so true in that aspect is... Yeah, perception. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see you as some dude involved in a pyramid scheme or whatever. I just saw you as someone who was trying other modes of of work, you know? Of life. Uh, yeah, of, of, other, yeah, other modes of life, a different path. That, <clears throat> you saw that because you saw it in yourself, Exa- I think. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, because yeah, you, only, you only see in the world what you have inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so... Maybe that was why I could and see so it. And so you went on this journey. You started uh, looking up success. And and I know you, you got into it deep after a couple of years I did. And you were really starting to... I became obsessed. Yeah, and I loved that. And I was excited. And I was excited to see your journey. So what happened there? So you, you found success, the theories of success. First book, first thing I found was subliminal... Um, like subliminal tapes to rewire your brain. So I started listening to those every night and I would literally just sit in bed and watch this one audiobook on YouTube, which the first book about success that I really dived really deep into was um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. And then you got me into Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. But yep. that book, Outwitting the Devil, was so powerful to me because, you know, it was more my language, you know, it was more spiritual and talking mm-hmm. about the world and how the devil can trick you into not being successful by making you like the devil doesn't want you to succeed a lot of right. people will say right. oh well success is the devil i don't think that's true at all i think god would want us to be prosperous and happy and mm-hmm. be able to, to help people and do good things in their lives and do good things in your own life if you're you know we've talked about this if you're kind of a sore or a sorry poor person there's not much you can really do for other people and you're gonna end up needing other people's help so you know money isn't the root of all evil no it's the love of money yeah what people who have a lot of money that are you know there's good people that have a lot of money and they give it away right and there wouldn't be all these charities if it wasn't for those people a lot of the problems yeah. in the world today wouldn't be solved without those people right right so so that's awesome so you found the success formulas and then you started to implement them uh, but it, it took longer than you thought I bet because I know it did for me when yeah. I when I found success theories formulas books i thought i was going to be rich overnight right me too and so that didn't happen and now we're here you know five six seven years later i did start feeling a lot better right away though yeah just the the mindset change the attitude the emotions yeah totally shifted yeah. for you right because that, that's what happened to me and so i didn't feel like anymore i was waiting for the world to end. i was like I was getting worried. I was like, dude, what if it does? Like, I want to live. I want to be alive to oh, see this. Yeah, yeah, it totally yeah. switched. I was like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Maybe there's something we could do about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you have, you went to, down this journey and then you started to uh, plant seeds of, of visions of, of what you wanted to do in your life. And so what what were your, and I know these, and I just want other people to, to, to know the, the dreams and goals you had year ago two years ago three years ago you know what were those goals and visions and kind of where you know lead it into what has happened now and what you actually have manifested from from your dreams because i think that's so important for people to hear is the fact that you 
made a plan, you wrote it down, you had goals, and I am a witness of you doing it. And so, you know, what were your first aspirations? Well, the first aspiration, honestly, was just greatness and financial freedom. And, um... Just the ideal. Yeah, just the ideals. And I really didn't have a solid plan for a little bit. You know, the, the goals were constantly evolving, but... The more they evolved, the more it became aligned with actually who I truly was. Because before, you know, I was kind of trying to follow in your footsteps and just be like, well, I just want to do whatever Sean's doing. And that wasn't really working out for me. And I'm not really an authority on success yet. But I do believe that once I started to peel back the layers and become more of myself, that's when shit really started to happen for me. Because, you know, I kind of still tried to shut out the crazy beliefs that had made me, you know, quote unquote, fail before. Yeah. So I wasn't talking about the 2012 aspect of our life. I wasn't talking about all the weird, crazy philosophies we used to preach. I was trying to shut that part of me off, and that was still somewhat making me depressed. So mm. once, for some reason, it just triggered me to start talking about it again. Once I did that, and I think that was my purpose, because I always said I just wanted to be somebody. But yeah. that somebody back then was someone who would talk about these mind-expanding ideas. So once I start doing that again, shit really yeah, starts for me. Yeah, once you start, because you articulate the things that you learn, you retain so much information. It blows my mind. You're so much smarter than me, and I, I love that you you articulate your your stories in such a way where I understand what you're talking about to where it it makes sense and it's interesting to me instead of. The world's gonna end on this date, or now it's this date. Now, but then you switched it to, to really interesting topics. What, and I know you have a you have a book, that you wrote that's coming out, and you're super into these conspiracies and these theories, and I think it's awesome. What's your like your main topic right now? What you what you want to talk about? Not necessarily your foundation of belief, but what are you excited to talk about? What do you what do you what are people engaging with? I think everyone, including myself, is mostly excited about the Saturn time cube simulation, which sounds crazy at surface, uh, at surface level. But um, just a quick, yeah, it just basically, without getting too deep into it, it's just the belief that we live in this. I mean, this is almost scientifically proven that we live in like a holographic reality, mm-hmm. and so there's something that's influencing this holographic reality that's giving it limitation and yada yada and stuff like that. So. I just truly believe that we live in an illusion, like an illusory reality, and that's basically been reiterated in every single ancient religion, every culture, and I think the simulation theory is just the modern language of the same thing. Interesting. So so you took all the information that you learned and articulated it into your own words. Yes, exactly. So modern day, almost like a theology. Yeah, well, a worldview that people couldn't mm-hmm. understand. And I think we live in a time where everyone's kind of questioning what the hell's going on because, you know, we're told everything's fake constantly. Like, you're eating fake food, you're watching fake news, the Instagram yeah. models, they're fake, you know, they edit their photos, everything seems fake, so it's like... What's real? Yeah, what's real anymore? Yeah. So I'm trying to connect all these dots, all these synchronistic events and things in culture and religion and... Just for it to make sense to people. Yeah, and it ma- it's making sense to people. Yeah. I think it's resonating. And so... But yeah. there, it can sound dark and depressing... But I like I've said before to other people in other podcasts, I think there is utility in it because it really shows that if it is an illusion, that it's bendable. That and we, so you can we have power over our life. That's how we manifest our goals and dreams is because we can bend this simulation that you're talking about. This, yeah. This hologram. And I think that's so powerful in my terms of is the power of the mind. Right. Exactly. You project your own reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've seen it happen in my life where I've 
I've envisioned what's happening right now. And, you know, I always said... I We envisioned this. Absolutely. Hey. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's super exciting, Nick. Uh, just the fact that we, we've manifested so much. Because I remember you saying... And this is when I thought you were just Nick Hinton, right? <laughs> so, I, so up until a couple days ago, you were just Nick Hinton to me. And now you're like, Twitter famous, book selling, philosophical author nick hinton and so i'm so excited to see that because i saw you in your dark times right i saw you when you got excited about success i saw you when you planted seeds of success in your mind and in your emotions and said i'm gonna do this and now you are literally doing it and you have fifty thousand followers you have pre-orders of your book you wrote a book you're gonna you know you have this plan so so what's next so you you've gotten to this point you have a large following it's growing every day what is after that well i mean i plan to keep giving the people what they want you know i'm gonna i'm gonna keep creating content like i still have more stuff to say in that regard and then but honestly i really my dream has always been to be a musician so i want to release music and then after that literally as a child my dad bought me a camera and we used to make movies all the time i used to make those little pause uh, you know stop motion films with action figures and shit like that so i want to make a film still i still really want to make yeah. a film and actually one of the manifestations i had a while ago was a director hit me up last year and said he wanted to make a movie about one of my theories on reddit mm-hmm. i haven't talked to him since but i mean to me that's still a sign well and i can still i can still find other resources other connections to make that happen but i really want to make a film it was a seed you yeah, saw it was it a happened, yeah. and you're like, well, another director's going pro- Yeah, I probably wasn't ready, you know. Exactly. And you probably was, saw that. Exactly, and so that's what I've seen is a lot of things almost happen, but then eventually the same thing comes back around. Right. Same type of opportunity, same type of thing, and it got better and better and more real and more real, and now it's it's cool to see little, little things turn into reality uh, of, of a bigger... A bigger, um, you know, event mm-hmm. to take place, and a different different people to come into your life. It's like an evolution, almost. Yeah, yeah. Like the you're like a baby when it was the director that didn't. Now you're, yeah, yeah. You're a teenager where you have maybe a couple conversations with them, and then you graduate where you actually work with someone. Yeah, I think that's really cool. That's what I did with mentors. Mm-hmm. I went from opportunity to opportunity, to opportunity, whether it was real estate, insurance door-to-door sales i found successful millionaires that were going to mentor me and then i just went to the next one i went to the next one it just wasn't right for me yet it wasn't right for me yet and now i've had a mentor for five years and i'm like all of them every day so i totally see you finding the right resources to make a movie and i like i say i want to make the best content in the world and so the fact that you have the same aspirations and we're in the fact that we just know each other is like it's really wild. So yeah. what's thirty three? You have thirty three on all the time. I love it. Thirty three is it? just my favorite number. It started showing up all the time right around the time that the twenty twelve crap was happening with us. I didn't really mm-hmm. talk about it back then as much. But to me it's just kind of a sign from God that, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do. It's always showed up when I was doing something positive. There would be like a weird coincidence. Like I'd be doing something positive. I'd be like, I feel like this is the right thing I should be doing right now. And then I just randomly see it. And you know, there's even weirder coincidences where I've had it appear in my life. 
But um, yeah, to me, it just represents enlightenment, you know, God speaking to you. Maybe your angels are surrounding you, giving you protection, stuff like that. Dude, I want a 33 shirt. Dude, I got you. I got you. I'm thinking about making clothes with 33 on it because I would would wear them. (laughs) Because you know what's interesting? I, when you, because I knew about the 33 thing, you know, you told me about it and I've seen you talk about it for years. I see it a lot. And so I'm inspired. Whenever I see it, I associate the the path to success too like the clues yeah I cl- a clue to success is like whenever I see it because of because of your association to it and so I think it's super exciting that's why I ask you know I want a t-shirt because I think if people that are following you and engaging with you if they can hold on to something that will also inspire them right so it'll have some good energy like ponder yeah, ponder yeah. that's what ponder was for me is to have a logo, a, a brand that represented people's growth, positivity. Yeah, that's what I used to wear my partner share every time I went to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So 33 would be awesome to just have that as a reoccurring, like you said before, the affirmation, the yeah, the, yeah, the change in your in your um, in your mindset. So, man, so you wanna you wanna be an artist, you wanna be a singer, you wanna that. When do you think? How do you see that playing out? I honestly think about a year from now I'll be doing even more of the stuff that I'm already talking about. I like it. So there are some podcasts that have invited me to, you know, it'll involve some travel, one in New York, one in Chicago, one in L.A. Maybe uh, Duncan Trussell, one of my idols, uh, Hit me up and said he wanted to have me on, wanted me to have my own segment. So Isn't I don't. That wild? It's crazy it to me because that was literally the power of intention. I literally right. envisioned him finding my research and then following yeah. me through it and then like responding to me or whatever. And when I saw it happen on my phone in real time, I was like, it felt dreamlike. I was like, wait, is this real, man? Like it yeah, was. Right. It kind of blew my mind, and I was. I, yeah, I was so excited. And then to hear him tell me that he's like. He's like, I really enjoy your count. And then he was like talking to me about some of my theories. He's like, have you heard of this? And I was like, I was like, that's actually one of my things. He's like, see how powerful your threads are? Like they're reaching so many people. I was like, wow. you got what? 7 million impressions. Yeah. I got 7 million impressions, maybe more than that on the 2012 one. I haven't really checked any of that Jeez, stuff in a while. Probably at like 14 million. <laughs> Something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you inspired me to blow up on Twitter. Too, right. So I'm excited. I got like six followers. And I, I didn't even follow anyone. It's awesome, but uh, you actually inspired me to do Ponder Podcast, and yeah. so I always it was always a plan, uh, but I never really put it together. I never when know, was I, when was the right time or whatever. Yeah, I even made a couple videos with people, uh, but I didn't direct it towards the podcast mm-hmm. particularly. But once once you like sent me the, the the logo, I'm like, wow! I'm like, I could really go somewhere with this, and so that's exciting. That's exciting. So what what do you want people to learn from you, like, mostly? Like, what are your foundational beliefs and principles that you want people to take away from you? I honestly don't want to push anything on anyone. I just, I feel like I'm here for the people who are already questioning. Hmm. Um, that so you, you want to be objective? Yeah, I'm trying to be objective as best as I can. And um, people, I feel like I'm here for the people that have already been seeking, and they have all these dots floating around in their head, and I'm just trying to connect them for them. And if anything, even people that haven't been seeking conspiracies or weird metaphysical see i haven't but you're entertaining it's interesting (laughs) interesting information for me uh 
That's cool. So you just want to be objective and just allow people to... Yeah, um, and if anything, expand someone's mind. You know, help them exercise their imagination because I don't think that's ever a bad thing. Even if it's all crazy yeah. ramblings, to exercise your imagination is super important. That's I totally agree with that in terms of your content. I think it's just stim- simulating Yeah. Uh, to just hear a uh, different An out-there perspective. Yeah, especially because you bring up a lot of facts of, of just... You reiterate information you've retained, and I'm, I'm like, wow, like, yeah. it blow my mind, and then I like for kind of forget what you said, but like it's, it's interesting <laughs> in that moment, and then I, I think it expands who I am, and my self awareness, um, and it's cool to connect my own dots when when I, when I listen to to your theories, and I think it's so awesome. So, man, well, that's all I got for you, Nick. Until next time. Uh, I think that we're going to continue. We should do this more and more. The more success we have, the more we can talk about it. Right. And kind right. of create a journey as a, two friends uh, going from thinking the world was going to end and everyone <laughs> thinking we're, we're nuts to being on podcasts and getting famous on social media and selling books and starting businesses. I mean, that's right. so... It, it's cool because... It's uh, always the crazy people who make a change, man. Yeah, and I love social media because it it documents, and so mm-hmm. no, our haters don't have you know they can't they can't say we were lucky, right? Because no, we've been talking about it for so long. Yeah, no one can say we were lucky. No one can say, oh, it, you got this, you got that, because people saw us with nothing, mm-hmm. and we we manifested so many things already, in my opinion. Which it's in the grand scheme of things, we haven't done much. But it's so exhilarating to see success yeah, this is, this already. Is just the beginning. Just the steps. Like it's day one for me. I mean, yeah. it's day day one every day basically. Just reset. Like what's next? To be actually excited about your, our lives because we don't even have we don't have jobs. We're like full time entrepreneurs. And I like I was nervous about you, man. I didn't know. I was like, ah, he's gonna do it. I always <laughs> believed in you. I had the deep down <clears throat> belief that you're gonna make it. And like seeing it is just so exciting to see you blowing up. Like you are blowing up. Fifty thousand people know who you are. Right. More. Probably more than more yeah. than that. A million. I mean, because I saw your posts on Facebook. There was like fifty thousand shares on yeah, that. Yeah, and that's the weird thing is when the universe almost conspires to help you make something happen because I didn't post it on Facebook at all, and it's going. I I turn. I don't even use Facebook. I turn on Facebook and. There's like a hundred plus friend notific or friend requests and notifications. Wow. And I was like, I can't even get to all these anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, it's overwhelming. It's crazy, and you know, like you were saying, sometimes I, I struggle. I'm like, is this luck or did I really just manifest this? Did I really? Totally. Is, is it really because I've been saying it forever, or did something I said just randomly get lucky? But no, yeah, it's definitely manifestation. But it's, it's weird to think about. It's really trippy. <laughs> right. Right. So. I, this is awesome, guys. First episode, Nick Hinton has a crazy story, and I hope you guys get inspired to take your dreams and your aspirations and make them a reality and, and make them happen and not care what other people think because we sure as hell didn't care what other people thought about us, and now we're excited, we're motivated, and we're living our dreams. So, Nick, I love you, bro. We finally did it. Yep. We'll see you next time. Hey. (laughs) Ah, We did it. Alright, time to go to Michigan. Time to go to Michigan. (laughs)